The arsonist had oddly shaped feet. <laughs> yes, you're 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 good. <laughs> that was fucking classic. I like. I got to channel your inner Ron Burgundy, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, Your inner Ron what? Ron Burgundy. Oh my God. I thought you said Ron Jeremy. We would need video for that. Yeah. <laughs> the phrases would be much different. <laughs> yeah, yes. I was going to say. <sighs> Welcome, everybody, to the Five Dirty Bikers Podcast. Are you following the Five Dirty Bikers on social media? Like us on Facebook and follow us at Twitter and Instagram at Five Dirty Bikers. And check out our brand new website at FiveDirtyBikers.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Five Dirty Bikers podcast. Today we have a very special episode. Making his podcast debut is Blockhead. How you doing, Blockhead? I am whoop, doing whoop. well. How are you guys? <laughs> doing Fantastic. Yeah, all things Fantastic. considered. Fantastic. Yep. So how's everything going with... Uh, with this COVID crisis right now, you, you faring well in Orlando? Yeah, we're, uh, you know, just staying home under the whole stay-at-home orders. Uh, Orlando's been under stay-at-home orders since uh, last Thursday, but uh, I think word is that the entire state's going under stay-at-home orders, like, either tonight or tomorrow. Um, yeah, finding every excuse I can to, like, maybe get outside and get some fresh air. But on the plus side, I'm also really ahead in editing YouTube videos. So I've got like three videos for the next two weeks done. So nice. oh, wow, that's, that's cool. I guess. Damn. I wish but, I uh, could get ahead that far. I can't even get like tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Jared. You need to up your dosage of Jared. I do. I do. <laughs> But yeah, staying in, staying healthy, uh, social distancing, and then went on the bike, mobile social distancing. So, yep. that That's the best that kind of social distancing. I got toilet paper at the store the other day. That was fucking crazy. <laughs> Man, How much do you have to pay for that? I think it was like Gold four bar. bucks. Four dollars for like a six roll, and they were like the mega rolls. So. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's, the same. that's like getting, that's like getting an, uh, an eight-pack roll. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was like looking at gold bars just like setting on the shelf i'm like why is nobody picking up these gold bars oh, why are these setting i i have to ration squares out at my house with with, with the kids i mean Dude, so normally i like i go to costco and i'll, I'll buy you know uh however many huge pack of toilet paper and just throw it in the closet or pantry or wherever. And then you just go, you just go through it. You think uh, like, I don't need toilet paper until like you're really at the end. And then you go to Costco again and you buy another big bulk of toilet paper. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's just normal. And so this whole thing hit right as I was running out and I'm like, what the fuck? Like people, why are you buying toilet paper? Like it doesn't make you shit anymore. Like just, <laughs> Stop buying toilet paper because I need to buy toilet paper. So I bought a bidet on Amazon and it's been the greatest thing ever. Oh, oh nice. nice. <laughs> I thought about doing a bidet install episode. But there you go. <laughs> hey, that'd probably actually go over pretty good. Right? <laughs> yeah, I wonder how like Dollar Shave Club's doing with the one white Charlies. I bet you they're making a killing right now. <laughs> Those things are I, heavenly. 
You guys know if you take one sheet of toilet paper and put a hole in the middle, you can just use your finger to scrape <laughs> off the this. majority of it. And then after you do that, you use the you tear off just the corner of the she- of the square, and then you clean your fingernail out. <laughs> God damn, God damn Mike. Well, after, <laughs> I'm not. But I'm, I'm not in that fucking situation yet, man. I, it's not a world war. I ain't wiping with my finger, dude. Man, I'll, I'll go. I'll go raid the fucking bounty on the counter in the kitchen, dude. All yeah. the socks. I don't oh, yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> you and uh, you and Eric would get along great because uh, he had a, a similar story on our Disney ride recently, and he was saying that he had to use his sock, and he was like, "Lucky for me, my sock had a hole in it." <laughs> 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 oh speaking, speaking of eric uh you got he went with you to to ohio for that bike show right and you guys had white castle for the first time yeah uh aim expo so it was uh me eric and uh kenny yeah right there for now on the five dirty bikers podcast we are religious about white castle it's it's a midwest thing you know the majority of us here are from midwest mary just experienced it by buying the frozen ones at Walmart. So when she comes to our Midwest Moto meetup this September, she's going to get to try some fresh ones because there's going to be one like what, Tony, like two miles away? Yeah, it's like two, five minutes, five minutes tops. Can't wait. And we're sponsored yeah. by White Castle also. Yeah. Yes. Just make sure you have a bathroom closer than five minutes. <laughs> yes. Okay, now th- this is what happened. Like Ryan, Ryan hasn't had the fresh ones either, uh, Kid Moto. He hasn't had the fresh ones. He's just had them out of the freezer like Mary. And they're they're all bragging like, oh, my gut can take it. My gut can take it. I was like, you come down here, you're going to shit faster. You can say shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, oh, you, yeah. you guys were three, gra- three guys crammed in a challenger. Yeah, so originally we were uh, <laughs> like they rented a car and it was a Mustang. Uh, you know, like a two door small as hell Mustang. And so we, uh, it, it was a convertible. And so we put the top down and, you know, opened it up. And I, I assume that since I'm the smallest one that I would get in the back and, uh, Eric jumped in the back seat <laughs> <laughs> and he rented the car. So, um, you know, I, I was like, all right, so Kenny's got to drive. So, you know, I'll be front seat passenger. And so we put the, the top up or back, you know, close the top. I don't know. What do you say? Close the top. And, uh, you know, I basically took the front seat and I scooted it like all the way back and then closed the door. And so Eric was like this little sardine, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and so, uh, luckily the guy that was there, like giving us the keys to the car was like, yeah, you guys aren't going to really like a Mustang. Let me go get you a a charger or or was it? Yeah. But the charger is the tutor, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was like a Charger, you know, Hemi, like just America. America. So it was a much, much better car for the ride. And, and and what happened after you guys got in the car, though? Uh, you guys went to said White Castle. Yeah, so that was actually like stop number one. Um, nice. We, we <laughs> landed, uh, and then, you know, you always hear about White Castle, White Castle. And, um, I mean... That, like you've got the movie like Harold and Kumar go to White Castle back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Right. And um, so, yeah, we land and we go to the hotel and drop off our bags and we're hungry. So it's like, all right, let's try White Castle. And so we just, I forget, I think Kenny just brought up like Apple Maps or something and, you know, found like the nearest White Castle. And so we, we go to that one and not knowing the area at all, um, we, drive to that one and we 
get out of the car and, you know, walk in and there's like bulletproof glass. Oh, like the cashiers and stuff. And it's like, it's like going to a bank where they've got like just the glass and you talk to them through like a little speaker hole kind of thing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And that, like whenever we like, we walked in and like the door shuts behind us and I looked and I'm like, what the hell? Like wh- I've never seen a fast food place with like bulletproof glass. <laughs> like, What's that for? You know? And so I'm like, I, I start looking around and I'm like, yo, we are in the wrong part of the town right now. <laughs> and, um, so I'm like, fuck it, you know, we'll we'll make the best out of the situation. Like, we're just here to grab some food real quick. Like, nobody's going to bother us, right? Wrong. Uh, <laughs> oh, so we uh, we order food. We don't know what we're getting. So we kind of order, like, a bunch of everything because, you know, you always hear the, the little sliders are, are small. And so, uh, I don't know, like, how many do you guys normally eat? Like, four? Five? Like, six. Yeah. Six? Yeah. Four to six. six. Four to six, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm not a fan of onions, which is an unpopular opinion, especially with White Castle burgers. So, you yeah. know, I got mine with no onions, but, you know, cheese and uh, pickle. And um, yeah, so we're just sitting there kind of waiting for, for the food to come out. And uh, this guy comes up and he just starts talking to us about like religion and stuff. And we're just <laughs> kind of like, OK, like, cool, bro. Um, and then we get our food. And, you know, we do the, like the White Castle cheers, like, all right, we're going in, like, <laughs> let, let's try this out. And so <laughs> we all try it. And I think we all, we all liked it. Like, I, I was actually a fan. Like, I could totally see being, you know, drunk and want some <laughs> White Castle munchies. Uh, <laughs> and while we're sitting there eating, this other guy comes up to us uh, just kind of mumbling and he's carrying plants. And <laughs> he starts asking if we want to buy some plants for like, our wives or girlfriends and it's just kind of like no dude like we don't live here so i doubt like tsa is gonna let me carry a plant onto the plane and i'm pretty sure there's like some agricultural you know guidelines that we'd be uh breaking and um yeah so i basically just like straight up asked him i'm like dude are you hungry like did it are you getting it like you want some white castle? I'm like, cause here, like have some, you know, and I just gave him a bunch of burgers and um, yeah, that was pretty much the experience. And we left and went straight back to the hotel and uh, blew it up. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, that but guy it was that... so immediate. It was so immediate. <laughs> well, you know, that guy that was going to talk to you about the Bible, he's probably just saying a prayer for your ass. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, he's like, yeah, welcome out of towners. Good luck with that digestive system. I'll <laughs> tell you, if, if you eat them on a regular basis, your shit just gets beat up. I mean, it takes it takes weeks to recover. Uh, so I was, it was funny because as soon as I walked in the, the hotel, like, so, um, Eric and, uh, and Kenny had like a, a different hotel. And so when I walked in, I was wearing my shade tree surgeon t-shirt and I get in the elevator and this guy in the elevator, he's like, Oh, cool. Like you watch shade tree surgeon. And I'm looking at him like, nobody ever fucking knows like motor vloggers, you know, Yeah. but it is aim expo. So everybody's there for motorcycles. So I guess it made sense. But, um, I'm like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, me and me and Josh are, are friends, and uh, yeah, I love his channel. And he's like, oh, that's like super cool, man. Um, started asking me some bike stuff, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, have you ever heard of the uh, Blockhead? And he's like, yeah, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm Blockhead, and good to meet you. And he's like, no, shit, like, get out of here. <laughs> so the entire time, like, we're stuck in this elevator, and I'm like, dude, get me out of this elevator, because, like, I really just had to go. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you know, seven stories up or something, and it's like opening up, letting more people in, and I'm like, oh, my God. 
getting the sweats. Mm-hmm. Trying not to be rude, but at the same time, like. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> All go. you had to say was, "I've just had White Castle. I need to yeah. go." <laughs> oh, everybody <laughs> understands you had White Castle. They'll 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 let you be. They'll. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, I'm not I'm not trying to like dip out, but I just had White Castle. He's yeah. like, "Oh, I understand. Go." Oh, people need to under, you know, you, you have to understand too. It is okay as an adult to shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, just saying. Uh, it, it happens. It does. It's frowned there's upon, such, uh, there's, but it happens. There's a manager at one of the Harley dealerships here. And for some reason, every time I talk to him, that that's like a story, you know, talking about like <laughs> the, <laughs> Like we somehow the conversation always goes to like, oh, that one time I almost shit my pants. And it's like, how do we always end up talking about this? Like, I wonder how we always end up talking about it on the podcast every week. But it yeah. just well, if you start with White Castle, it's kind of like a natural segue. Yeah, it is. It, it, it goes right into it. <laughs> you know, Walt, right we had yeah, we had our buddy Walter on who met you. His big reason why we got you on tonight, um, he said that White Castle ought to be called In and Out because. No, are in and out and out and out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know Walter. He's uh pretty sure he's come down to both of the FLMMs for yeah. 19, and uh, he got like a tattoo at each of them. So yeah, nice. he came to our our nice. first Midwest Moto Meetup last year. He's 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 an awesome dude. Yeah, he's coming again this year, and you know we're we're pretty sure it's still going to happen. I mean, we can't really judge what's going to happen with with this virus and everything, but I mean, I think. I think we'll probably be in the clear by mid-September. Yeah, uh, the model they had on TV tonight for Kentucky, they said it should in June is when they're expecting it to just go away. So I don't know what they use to do that, but yeah, smartest people around. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> so I have a question, Blockhead. The one thirty-one. Talk to me about that one thirty-one. Huh. That's really funny you mentioned that because I recorded an episode talking about the 131 uh, that I'm editing right now. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so um, the the 131 that I rode uh, was in a road glide, road glide special, right? That's the one with the fixed fairing? Yes. Yep. Um, up, at, uh, up at Seminole Harley-Davidson, and um, it wasn't the wasn't the crate motor. It was the, the kit motor, but, you know, same, same thing, and uh, just – it was stupid fast, like just an absolute beast. Um, you know, like with, with Harleys, they traditionally have more of like that, you know, lower end torque. And mm-hmm. then once you kind of reach upper RPMs, you know, it, it takes a little bit longer to, uh, to get through, you know, up to like five and a half, six K. Yeah. But the, like the one thirty one, it was just power the entire like rev range. Um, yeah. And it made me giggle like a schoolgirl. <laughs> which I think is the biggest testament to like, holy shit, this is awesome. Um, I The video that I, I recorded was basically uh, me asking if I should do it because uh, the, the fo- lead foreman up at the dealership and one of the best dyno tuners um, like in the U.S. that works at MMI were willing to basically install it in my uh, 2020 Lowrider S. And, um, you know, I bought the, like the wide band ECM for the, uh, was it Thundermax? I think, uh, I was doing like the S and S, uh, cam and, uh, oil pump and plate kit and all that. And, um, I'm just kind of really wondering if I should actually do it like on my daily, because I heard the cylinder walls are like really thin and it puts out a lot of heat. Plus it's like a recent engine. So, 
traditionally you try to stay away from like first year production stuff until they work out all the kinks. And so I don't know, I'm having kind of second thoughts, but like, it's a blast, man. It's a, it's a crazy freaking game changer for a bike. I mean, cause I I rode the, uh, the live wire and that was impressive. Yeah. And I watched your video where you actually beat the live wire, didn't you? On the yeah, so each of the times that I was on it, um, you know, basically going up against the guy that was riding the live wire, uh, I was pulling on him, but we, we should have found somewhere a little better to do it. It was just kind of super impromptu that we didn't even know we were going to be recording. Yeah. And um, yeah, so each of the times before I actually let off throttle, uh, I was pulling on him. One of the times I let off throttle because I hit like a mega bump in the road and I came off the seat. Yeah. yeah. Um, which you don't see in the video, but like I seriously was off the seat probably by like a good, you know, six, seven inches. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> while accelerating. Mm-hmm. And Those are then, called uh, curbs. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Might as well have been. And then the next pull that I did uh, when he was on the live wire, um, the rear tires started going out from under me in second gear. And so mm-hmm. I don't want to dump a bike that's like $30,000 base. Plus, they just put this, you know, 131 engine in it. You know, it's not my bike. So, like, I let off throttle and then he went past me. But coming, like, going into second gear, like, that that bike would, uh, like, the rear end would start to go out from under you. God damn. Yeah. Now you're talking about nice. it made you giddy like a schoolgirl because when I started riding a few years ago, like, I got the iron just like you did. I had a 14883 black, you know, put the drag bars on it, a lot of the same stuff you did. But I, I had my own twist to it. And then, like, I just upgraded to a sport glide back in 18 and, and pulling on that 107 from that 883, that, that made me giddy. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Whatever. how how are you liking the Lowrider S Softail compared to the Dyna? Um, I like it a lot more because um, it doesn't have near as much shake. So when, like, you're at a, at a stoplight, you know, my vision isn't all blurry and I'm not seeing, like, multiple, like, stoplights and stuff. <laughs> Those times where, like, I would stop on the on the Dyna Lowrider S and I would actually have to, like, physically stand up off the bike so that, like, I wasn't sitting there shaking, um, which a lot of people will probably call me a bitch for. I don't care. Um, and then, this like, the the... Milwaukee eight has so much less heat as compared to that 110 twin cam. So like, that's to me, that's a huge plus as well, because, you know, I live in Orlando. So a lot of my riding, if I am going through the city is, is lights and stop and go and traffic whenever we don't have a, a epidemic, you know, coronavirus going on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like less heat is, is a great thing, you know, for, for my leg and, you know, for the overall health of the bike. So yeah, I, I prefer, the look of the Dynola Rider S, I think, um, but in terms of just overall like ride, feel, power, um, comfort, uh, I like the uh, the soft tail better. Since the douche factor is less on the soft tail, <laughs> <laughs> do you do you feel good that you don't have to wear medium affliction shirts <laughs> when you ride the soft tail? Um, yeah, I've never been a huge fan of affliction. I heard actually one of the, uh, what, what do they say? One of the things with coronavirus is you, you don't have taste. And so like anybody that wears affliction should actually go get tested. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, look at that. Burn. Yeah. Speaking of affliction, have you watched Tiger King yet? Oh, Jesus. No, everybody's freaking talking. Oh about this my shit. God. I have not seen any of it yet. You it's cannot make this shit wreck. up. Don't yeah, like, do uh, it. One of, my, one of my guys today was saying, um, imagine 
a meth infused train wreck plus like Florida man and yes. apparently he's gay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then like multiply that times ten and it's Tiger King. Have you ever watched True TV? Uh y- yes. The True TV is like it's where they made reality shows, but right. th- they had whatever. It is exactly what would be shown on True TV, except it's way more far fetched and as real as it gets. Wow, and uh, better production value. I'll tell you, and better. Yeah, God, I laughed my ass off during the whole thing. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> And I only made it 27 minutes through the first episode and said, I can't do this. I'm Uh, like wasting my life, right? (laughs) I turned it off. I've had a couple of friends say they only made it through like two episodes and they can't do anymore. So it sounds like the perfect train wreck to like distract people from just like. Your life could be in the complete shitter and you watch this and you're going to come out going, man, I'm fucking like a million bucks. (laughs) Yeah, one of my friends was like. He's he said that he used to whenever he would come down to Disney, he would look at people and be like, "Man," and I thought my life sucked. And then so he basically, <laughs> he basically said he watched this show and he was like, "Dude, I feel great about myself after watching this show." Like maybe that's like the underlying message. It's like we're, they're trying to like shine some positivity. I'm like, "Hey, you could be this guy." Yeah, it's just True. unbelievable. Could be so There's much worse. A fucking train wreck. I tell you what, in the last week, the mean game on social media has been strong with. Tiger oh, yeah. King. It's like bad. It's like, like it was, it was all the coronavirus stuff. And then just Tiger King just took the crown on fucking social media. I yeah. think I finished Netflix. I don't think there's anything <laughs> left to watch. <laughs> Who said that? I finished Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Tony has watched literally everything. I've watched there is literally to watch fucking on everything on Netflix. I went out and sat on my bike the other day and just blew a fan on me. Felt like I was riding. <laughs> You're going to sign into Netflix and it's just going to pop up. You win. I ought to be a lifetime fucking member <laughs> for free for as much as I watched. God, nice. One year free subscription. Yeah, no shit. That'd be good. Mary, is that what you got to, to RedTube? What? <laughs> one year free. One year, one free, year free to RedTube? <laughs> yeah, something like that. I actually had somebody message me the other day and said, did you really like pull that up during the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> mistakes okay. were made sorry strong that's surfer a, that's one of those period after every word replies yes i did <laughs> i did it god damn it yeah i did it guilty as charged <laughs> block i got a question for you yep do you know what a merkin is because of watching this uh, podcast, yes, I do. <laughs> but before that, no, I did not. <laughs> number number three, thrice. He's number thrice. Yes, he's number. He's the third one that actually knew what American was. Yeah, well, I I have to ask him my question then. Okay, Black, are you wearing pants right now? <laughs> nope. <laughs> ah! hey. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Bravo. I've been inside all day, man. <laughs> he hit Mikey. Can you make him a congressional medal of hanging brain? Well, at least he do, he's not on video, man. We just have his icon. I don't want to see a hanging brain if he has to get up real quick. <laughs> uh, just go live for a second, like with the goat. That'd be terrible. <laughs> and then, and then it's. <laughs> what was that? A scrope? 
<laughs> now, have you seen the movie Waiting? Uh, yeah, I have. That's why. That's why I made the reference. I keep telling Tony he needs to watch this movie. Oh, dude, you gotta watch Waiting. Like, yeah, well, you will never send your food back ever again. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> I will have reason. to do that. Dude, the stakes, biggest, uh, the biggest line that came out of that movie was, "Don't fuck with people that fuck with your food." <laughs> yep. I'll have to add your that. steaks undercooked too fucking bad. You, <laughs> yeah, dude, I was, I was a server for 11 years and, uh, you know, it was, it was great. I mean, gave me lots of experiences. You know, when I, when I was living in Alaska, it was because I was working on a, on a train as a server and tour guide and bartender. And, you know, I was in the service industry for a long time. And you do get to that point where like somebody's like, Oh, I asked for no mayonnaise on this. And you just want to grab the bun and like scrape the mayonnaise off on the corner of the table and put it back on their sandwich and be like, there you go. That's what we're going to do in the kitchen. Yeah. Or you can just throw on some man mayonnaise. Oh God. <laughs> some mayonnaise. <laughs> some mayonnaise. Oh, what was that a garnish of alfalfa sprouts? Oh, no. <laughs> He's like some guacamole. He's like, you can't mix American and continental. I thought you was better than that. Such yeah. a great movie. Tony, I don't care if you got to voodoo that shit, dude. Watch that tonight. I'll tomorrow. watch it tonight. Do it's not like I got anything to do. <laughs> oh. All right. So I, I do have another question, Block. You've owned, what, at least a dozen bikes, probably more. I'm guessing. I, I try not to keep track. <laughs> Good idea. Um, I, if you if you've said this to anybody before, I'm sorry if I'm repeating it, but what's been your favorite of all of them? All you've owned you've owned, you've owned <laughs> a pretty good variety. You mean like the Grom, the R6, the Iron, the Dyna? You know, you got the soft tail now. What would you say is your favorite? The one I'm riding. The one you're riding. That's yeah. a good answer right yeah, there. I, I don't like I. People, people do ask me that. Um, and it's like, so professionally I'm a, I'm a graphic designer and, uh, they ask me like what my favorite color is and I don't, I don't have a favorite color, like <laughs> all the colors. And it just depends on like how you use them, I guess. But like, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like the, like I, I've gone through phases where like, I'm like, eh, I don't really ride the ground that much, you know, but like the other day, okay. So like now we're in quarantine and you know, in my community, you're riding around on little groms and riding on sidewalks. Like people don't give a shit because it's a grom, you know, it's like you see a grown ass man on a mini bike and it's funny. Or not. <laughs> it's not like riding a dirt bike and you're like, Oh, I like you're a piece of shit. So, you know, we took the groms out the other day, just impromptu little, little ground venture and going through the woods and dude, they're stupid fun. Like you can rag the hell out of them. You can drop them. Like it's one of those bikes. It's like, I think about getting rid of them every now and then until I ride it again. And then it's like, I'm never getting rid of this bike, you know? And then on the, on the iron, you know, riding that and despite having, you know, the 114 low rider S, you know, it's, it's a totally different experience from bike to bike. And so, yeah, I, I can't really choose a favorite. I love all of them. I said, I kicked myself in the ass for getting rid of my sporty. Yeah. I should have hung on to it. I got lucky and got a second chance to, to grab it back and, you know, once that opportunity presented itself and it was like as like nostalgic as it is, you know, since it's the bike that started the channel, I, yeah. I like I had to buy it back. So without a doubt. No, I, I traded mine in on an eighteen slim and they sold it the next day. Yeah. They moved pretty quick, man. Yeah. Yeah. You moved through that FXDR pretty quickly though. Yeah. Um 
You know, I, I really liked the FXDR, um, but it was basically like, it's an around town bike and I ended right. up moving um, and not being like as central like Orlando. Sure. So it was, it'd be, it would have been a good bike. Like had I stayed living where I used to just for, you know, going around town and stuff. But uh, you know, I, I moved a little more outside of Orlando and my trip started becoming longer and like the FXDR is just not made for it. Sure. And so, um, you know, I was wanting something to alleviate the, uh, the amount of money that I was spending in gas to go, you know, to and from work because I drive, what was it like 140 miles round trip? You know, if I need to go into the office for, for work. Shit. Oh, wow. And usually they require me to be in like two days a week, um, sometimes three to four. And so like I was paying for like a ton in gas getting, you know, 13 miles per gallon in my truck, which is just garbage. And so I was like, all right, like I got to get something <laughs> like can handle this a little better. Like, get rid of the FXDR. Let's get something that'll, you know, handle highway better. And, uh, that's when I landed on the, the low rider S the soft low rider S. Sure. Yeah. I did. Nice. I did the same thing when I got rid of my sportster, I, I traded pretty much entirely because of how I was riding. I loved riding the sportster and it was a lot of fun, but I was riding, you know, commuting back and forth to work on the interstate and highway and 35 miles one way. So 70 miles a day. And, and I ride a lot back and forth to work and, it just, it wasn't doing it for me. And then I knew that I was going to want to be doing some longer trips and it wasn't going to cut it. So. Yeah. Sportsters there. I mean, I, I always say they can do it. It's just more a matter of like your willpower. Um, you know, like we recently, you know, before this whole lockdown Corona thing, uh, we were going over to bike week in Daytona from Orlando and, uh, you know, Anna and Aaron ride sportsters. And there was one point in which we're doing like 75 on, on a road. And, uh, they were like, how much longer do we have to do this? And it's like, well, like, I'm not having a problem. Like these speeds are fine on a soft tail, but like on a sportster. Yeah. That's, it's a bit much. You're struggling on a sport. Yeah. 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 You're holding on like you're, you're a freaking sail in the wind, you know? Yeah. You're, you're struggling for sure. But they're good well, around town bikes, you know, bar hoppers. I know you've had the uh, Grom and, uh, uh, the CBR 1000. Have you ever had thought about, uh, getting an ADV bike or did, or did you own an ADV bike at one point? Um, I haven't really thought about it cause it's not, I don't really do much of that type of riding. Um, and if I do, uh, like my, my Grom's got knobby tires on it and we take it off roading all the time. Right. So. Right. But it's not like a, a like a big AD, you know, big capable ADV bike. Like it's stuck in sugar sand plenty, and you're having to walk it out. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I don't really think I do much of that style of riding enough to you know really like look at or consider them. But I don't know. Who knows? Maybe one day. Well, the one thing I look forward to is I can almost rest assured that you or Matt Laidlaw will be the first one with a video out on the Pan America when it does arrive. So yeah yeah possibly i mean yeah mm. hopefully <laughs> we'll see that's good shit. i'm kind of i'm kind of curious if uh i mean like I, I work with my local dealerships here but um actually taking an adv bike for like a traditional test ride seems kind of like you're not serving the bike for what it's made for right so like if harley is letting you do test rides like can i take the bike off road you know i doubt it but that would yeah. be cool most yeah, i don't know I've, I've i've tried uh working with like Harley, like Harley corporate a couple times. Um, you know, I've collaborated with them on some, some videos and, uh, 
yeah, I, I'm trying to work on some stuff for like, you know, more in-depth test ride videos. So we'll, we'll see kind of what pans out, but uh, right. no, no pun intended Pan America and all that, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> so I'm curious, do you get like a, a text or something like as soon as you know a dealership, as soon as a dealership knows they're getting a bike, do you get like the inside scoop and like, bam, you're there. Or how does that work? Because it seems like yeah, when when they got a new bike that comes out, you're 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 there. You're you're shooting the video. You're getting to experience it. Uh, it seems like before a lot of other people. How does that work? Do you have like a plan for that, or is it just kind of you just shoot from the hip? You show up and you see the bike and you test ride it. Yeah, most of it's just shooting from the hip. Um, I've got. I mean, I've made friends at like pretty much every dealership, and uh, salesmen usually like to appear on the channel because it's good for them. <laughs> oh yeah. And so. Uh, yeah, usually like if if a new bike is coming out, like there will be times where like, I don't even know about like the the standard uh, whenever that came out. I, I had no idea that it was coming out. And um, one of the guys that works at uh, Orlando Harley sent me a text and was like, yo, we just got this bike in. And I'm like, okay, like what is that? <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's getting PDI'd right now. Like, you, you know, if you want to come test ride it. And I'm like, okay. And then tons of people like uh, tagged me on Instagram uh, like on a picture of the bike and I'm like, okay, apparently this is something that I need to do because everybody's tagging me and people are texting me. So it's, it's, it's kind of cool because like, I don't really have to keep up with it. You know, other people will let me know, but, uh, if I do keep up with it, usually I'll put like some feelers out there and be like, Hey, you know, when are you guys getting this bike in kind of thing, uh, whenever you get it in, let me know, uh, would love to do like an episode with you guys. And, uh, yeah, usually everybody's pretty cooperative. So it's, uh, it's a lot different than when I first started. When I first started, it was like pulling teeth trying to get people to work with me and let me like ride bikes and stuff like that. But, you know, once we, with this community like shaped up and came together, like whenever you tell them like, okay, this is what we do, you know, and they check out some of the videos and they're, you know, they like the quality of them. Uh, they're usually on board pretty quick. So it's oh, because yeah. of people that hit subscribe that it is easier for me. So thank you guys. Yeah. Cause it's almost like it's free advertising for, for the dealership and the company. Yeah, exactly. Because so many people are coming to YouTube for information rather than, than just Googling it because they want to, they want to watch the video. And it's just, like I said, it's like free advertising almost. I mean, you can't pass yeah. that up. Yeah. YouTube is the, uh, the second largest search engine in the world. Um, right. Google is the first and YouTube is owned by Google. So yep. kind of a sweet deal, you know? So like if you type in whatever the newest Harley model is and, uh, it recommends videos usually on whatever it is that you're searching and those videos usually link through to YouTube. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's beneficial, you know, to, to have like an online presence for any business these days. And, uh, I mean, I've just always said like, if I worked at a Harley dealership, I don't work at a Harley dealership, but like you can never run out of content just because there's always like so much stuff to learn and to cover. Like people are always going to be on YouTube trying to learn, trying to research stuff. It's like, trying to find an exhaust. What do you do? You go to YouTube, you type in whatever the model bike is, and then you search exhaust to see which one you like the most. So, yeah. For sure. With Google owning YouTube and Google, they have uh, the uh, monopoly. <laughs> is, is, that, is that the word of the episode? <laughs> no. No. No, it's just, it's, I thought that's what it was when you had the, the monopoly. The yeah, you got the monopoly. It's a little bit depressing, but you know, because <laughs> you're sick for like three or four weeks and then you feel better. Yeah. 
Hey guys, this is Jess from Her Two Wheels and you're listening to the Five Dirty Bikers podcast. All right, so we're going to go ahead and take some questions from the Five Dirty Bikers Discord. If you guys would like to join the Five Dirty Bikers Discord, please go to 5dirtybikers.com. On the homepage, you will see a link that will take you right to our Discord. Make sure you go there. Lots of great conversations going on, lots of great people. And Mary's going to go ahead and start us off with our first question. All right, guys. Tonight we have a question. This one comes from Percy, and he asks – Blockhead, how do you stay energized and invested in creating quality content for your channel and your community? And when you hit a wall, what do you do to get through it and get back in the content creation saddle? Uh, well, that's a great question. Thank that's- you for answering or for asking that question. Um, whenever I get burnt, now I'm just joking. <laughs> weird to answer like a politician <laughs> well if you do um, that then you really don't answer the question just talk around it yeah yeah, yeah. that is a great question I, i'm i'm really happy that you asked that question and <laughs> Next. That's, that's a great question that that question's huge i'm gonna get to it to a yeah. minute you be quiet I'm talking, I'm talking to him right now. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> God, man. the interviews have been epic lately. I gotta say, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, he's been dropping the hammer on some people, but oh um, man, he's just getting pissed off. So you said uh, the the question came from Percy. Was that right? Percy. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, um, what do I do to stay energized in creating content, and what do I do when I hit a wall? Is that right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. So. Um, I don't, I don't know that I would say like I stay energized creating content. I've always kind of said like, uh, the shit that I film is just stuff that I'm doing anyways. Right. And so it's just my life, you know? And so it originally started riding around Orlando. You know, I put a, I put a GoPro on a motorcycle helmet because traffic here sucks. And I didn't want to get hit by a car. And if I did, I wanted it for like insurance purposes. And then, you know, I discovered motovlogging and I was like, oh, like I got some stupid thoughts that happened in my head. Like I can talk to myself. (laughs) And so like, there's been a couple times where I said like, I can make an episode out of anything. Like it, my Seinfeld, what people have come to call my Seinfeld episodes, episodes about absolutely nothing are the ones that people say like, they love those. Like, it's just, there's, there's no point to it. It's just writing and rambling and talking chick-fil-a um, drive through i was gonna say i watched you buy two chick-fil-a sandwiches on a video one time and watched the whole fucking thing i was like that was a great video <laughs> yeah you know it's like and that was after the after the hurricane um and the the walking in was you know it was closed because you know i guess they had limited staff or whatever and the drive-through was open. I didn't want to be a dick on a loud Harley and like let my bike run the entire time and overheat while going through this drive-through. And so it was just like, you know, I'm going to push it through the damn drive-through, I guess, because like the, the alternative is like standing in the drive-through, which is just weird, you know, <laughs> <laughs> with like a jacket and a helmet and gloves. And it's like, what the hell is this guy doing? Like, standing in the and Looking so, yeah. And I think at some point, like I whistled like a little song and like people were like, fuck you. Like now I've got that song in my head. It's just an episode about nothing. And then at the end of the video, you know, I give this like homeless woman, like one of my chicken sandwiches. Um, 
but yeah, like it, something as dumb as that, like I'm going to go pick up a chicken sandwich regardless, like I, whether I film it or not, it's, it's, I guess if I decide to share it or not. So I've got no lack of content. Um, when like, sometimes I do hit a wall, but it's more of like a wall of me not wanting to edit. It's not really a wall of, I don't have anything to make videos on because yeah. I mean, there's content out there for days with within the motorcycle industry you know from test rides to installs to riding with friends you know dual vlogs um it's never ending so editing yeah, sucks you, you can find inspiration in everything so very good just be yourself that's what a lot of people don't understand they just they think they have to have a, a specific topic and you don't no not at all i mean there are times where i will like have like a, a topic in mind because it's yeah. either requested a lot from the community or yeah. like, it's just something that I need to talk about or want to talk about. Right. I, I usually don't plan um, like any of my episodes that are like, I'll, I'll be like, okay, like I want to talk about this and then like I'll start writing and I'll be like, all right, like I'm going to the dermatologist. So like on the <laughs> way there, I'll talk about, you know, whatever this question is that people have asked or something, but it's like yeah. beyond the actual subject, you know, like I really don't put much thought into it and it's just all kind of off the top of the head. So yeah, sometimes you get your best ideas from your audience. Oh yeah. Like I, I always ask my audience, you know, it's like, what, what videos do you guys want to see? Because like the, the whole reason I'm doing this, well, I mean, not the whole reason I'm doing this, I'm doing it anyways, like I said, but you know, if, if I can talk about or shed some light on something that like the community wants to see, then, you know, why not? So Blockhead, this, this one is from Netshark993. He's, he goes, his name is Matt. He's uh, the admin on our um, Discord. And uh, he says, how hard has it been to remain faceless? As well, has there been any issues or complications because of it? It has been pretty difficult. I mean, there's been so many times where, like, I just want to be like, fuck this. <laughs> you know, because, dude the amount of reflections and in, in stuff sometimes or um, like there's, there's definitely been times where like, I don't give a shit in the editing and people comment like, Oh, face reveal at like one thirty six or something. I'm like, I don't care. You know, if you, if you catch a reflection or some shit um, it has, it has been difficult. And I think there's been opportunities that I've missed out on because I choose not to, um, you know, the whole reasoning I choose not to is because of my job. Uh, they're, right. they're, it's a very good company. It's a very like PC, you know, great company. And so I don't, I don't want like this thing, which is a hobby to kind of interfere with that. Um, but it, it, it has caused complications. I mean, there's been, you know, issues uh, kind of behind the scenes, um, but not nothing like nothing too big, nothing huge, you know, nothing that like wasn't, resolved or, uh, yeah, I think it is getting to like a, probably a breaking point, uh, because uh, it is causing me to miss opportunities. Uh, and if I'm going to start taking this thing seriously, which, you know, I, I kind of already, already am already do, um, then I think it'll have to basically just happen. You know, you guys have seen my face. Um, I always tell everybody Brad Pitt. So <laughs> <laughs> identical. Well, I think, I think it's interesting because you, you know, I think in the last year you've started talking a lot more about the blockhead brand. And when people think about brands, there's almost, it's almost always synonymous with a face. And right. so right now, essentially you have a faceless brand, right? I mean, it's, it's a great brand, but it is essentially faceless right now. 
And, and that, that's interesting that you said, you know, I think I've missed out on some opportunities because of it, but that's, that's, it's a, it's a great, it's an interesting, I think, uh, you know, kind of duality that you have because you've never made it a secret that you're staying faceless because of your, you know, your actual profession outside of moto vlogging, but right. inside of it, you know, it, it's become something, you know, almost bigger than, than the actual face reveal anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it started out obviously because of, of privacy and then, you know, the, the job that I ended up getting um, plays a huge factor in it, but it, it is kind of interesting because I mean, like the logo here, like that's what people see blockhead as, you know, and whenever people meet me, they're like, your helmet's not a cube or it's not square. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's a character, <laughs> you know, and I, I should probably make something like that, that I can wear like dead mouse, you know, does with his like mouse. Head. Ooh, I've yeah, thought about doing it, but I just like, I just never do it. I could probably go to like Joanne fabric and pick up some stuff to do it, but it's cool because it, you know, it is a character and, for it to be faceless kind of gives me more freedom to be able to talk about stuff that I do want. Uh, a lot of people hate that reason. Um, and they say like, you don't talk about anything controversial. Like there's no reason for you to be faceless. You know, people that respond like that to me, it's even funnier. It's because like, dude, like what, like, why do you want to see my face so bad? Like, What the hell? Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely been an interesting, I don't know, road, uh, and it, it's not something that like originally started out as me wanting to do that. Uh, it just kind of happened. And the fact that it's become like this character, I think it's kind of cool. Uh, and it, it is pretty much part of the brand now. So, sure. So I'm just going to say, cause people are going to want to know, do you plan on doing a face reveal or are you just going to let it happen naturally? Or is it going to be like an event when you finally do? Um, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I thought about doing it on somebody else's channel, but then is that like giving them the views <laughs> instead of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It'll probably just be like ripping off a bandaid and I'm like, all right, you know what? Fuck this. Like, what's up now? Can we move on? Please. Thank you. Yes. Goodbye. You could have Matthew McConaughey do it. He could be the blockhead brand face. Right. I mean, you know, I've told enough people, Brad Pitt, but for some reason they don't believe me. So how funny well, would that be? Like it's him on his bike and then it, it cuts to the, the helmet getting taken off. It's Matthew McConaughey. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I was, I was like, I was ice fishing on the lake before ice fishing on the lake was cool. Yes. <laughs> I'd have to do one of those. Like what, what is the commercials that he does with like, is it Buick or <clears throat> Lincoln? Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. I'd have to like, you know, just really like slowly touch my handlebars and, <laughs> tap them and rub my fingers together in front of my nose. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You see the you see the Jim Carrey version where yeah, he's like he's so rolling good. a booger, he's rolling a booger in his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, that's my favorite. All right, we'll uh, we'll move on to the next one. This is from Volts, who's Walter, and he says and asks, "You are one of the icons of moto vlogging scene, and you have worked really hard to get there." But other than that, what do you think helped contribute to the rise and popularity of the Blockhead channel? First off, I would not say icon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Honestly, like, it's a question that I get asked uh, pretty often by people that are, like, looking into possibly starting Motovlog and stuff. And the number one thing that I always tell them um, is they need to be consistent. You know, there needs to be consistency because, you know, if, if you're basing 
what you're doing on YouTube, especially, and, you know, people talk about the YouTube algorithm, like YouTube loves consistency. Like there's been times where like, you know, cause usually I'll do at minimum two episodes a week. Um, and then whenever I'm able to dedicate more time to it, I do three episodes a week. And I've done that for almost four years now. Right. So it's not like it's been an overnight thing. Like I've been doing an episode at minimum one episode a week for like the last four years. I think there's like a week that I took off because like my dad had a heart attack, you know, it's like, but it can cut me some slack. Um, but yeah, consistency is, is the biggest thing. Um, I would say, I don't know. The, the second thing is just, you know, like, like y'all were saying, it's just be yourself, you know, like Raven, I think you were saying just be yourself, you know, it's like, I, I think people can pick up on if you're being fake pretty quickly. Um, and so I've met, I've met a couple YouTubers that, uh, they're a totally different person on camera as they are like in real life. And that's a bummer, you know, like whenever they're playing like some kind of personality, like they're, they're playing some kind of character and like people, people can pick up on that. You know, I feel like they can feel that if you're, if you're being genuine or not and, you know, it's like going back to, I'm doing this shit anyways. And so it's like, I just happen to be filming it and like, you know, I'm enthusiastic about motorcycles. And I think that I, I want to hope that that comes through. Um, yeah. but yeah, just consistency, be yourself and make sure that you have like good quality audio and video, like because people don't want to listen to like staticky shit and like see a blurry <laughs> image, you know? So like, like those are the, <laughs> I think those yeah. are the biggest, the biggest things, you know, like quality image, consistency, be yourself. And then like, if you are thinking about getting into YouTube and all that stuff, like pick something that you're passionate about, you know, don't, don't just do something just because like it seems trendy and like you want to do it, but pick something that you actually love and give a shit about because people pick up on that. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more about that. I mean, cause that's that's the thing i mean for me i don't know if you've watched any of my stuff but i i just ride through florida and explore stuff and that's what i'm passionate about and what i love but i agree with you you can always tell when somebody is fake and so yeah you should always be yourself mary goes swimming with gators (laughs) let me tell you what that wasn't a normal size fucking gator man (laughs) that was a fucking monster where are you at in florida I was actually at um, Stephen, well, we went camping at Stephen Foster State Park in Fargo, Georgia, around Thanksgiving, and about three weekends ago, we rode back up to um, Folkestone, Georgia, to look at trains and stuff, but we rode into the opposite end of the Okefenokee, and it's a beautiful road through there. It's like a just a paved road through the um, wildlife conservation area, mm-hmm. and there was a ditch, and you know, when you're around Florida, there's gators. If there's water, there's gators. Oh, yeah. Well, Okefenokee is full of them. And we were just into Georgia and just riding through, and there was a ditch right there, and there's a big ass gator laying right there in the ditch. And he had a um, soft shell turtle that he was munching on. Oh, damn. Have a lunch. Yeah. <laughs> I put a little video on my Instagram. Where in the fuck um, is Okefenokee? They got a ton of hits, but yeah. <laughs> I lived she in didn't f- tell you is there was five people that went on that trip and four came back because one of them got <laughs> ate by that fucking dinosaur. <laughs> she and me, yeah. I was the one that wrestled him. So, yeah. yeah I lived in turtle. She actually means one of her friends. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was a soft shell turtle. Was a fucking, and that thing was a dinosaur. She took pictures of that and showed it to us. I'm like, that. that's not an alligator. That's a fucking dinosaur. Dude, and then you see the videos of them jumping out of the water like 
where they're so much above the water that the tip of their tail is touching. And it's like, okay, they could totally like capsize this little bitch yeah. of a kayak. I, I'm, in. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Fuck for that. Sure. I'm not fucking with a gator, man. That and snakes. I don't dig on snakes either. <laughs> nope. No, no alligator fuckhouse for Tony. No, man. <laughs> nope. Fuck those things. Mike is fine with gators, but you throw a, you throw a couple bugs at him and he's out. <laughs> I do not fare well with bugs. No, we, we, we were at the meetup last year and he was ready to bounce because of the bugs. What kind of bugs? Yeah. Uh, every, every kind of bug. It was every kind of bug. We were kind of in a in a campground and we. Me, Ryan. We were not in a campground. We were we, in we, a so we were in a, Yeah, we were in a Friday the 13th movie. Yeah, pretty much. It was Camp Crystal Lake. But me and Mike and yeah. Ryan were sharing a, a, a cabin, and somebody left the light on and the door open. So oh, we great. went in there at the end of the night. I mean, there were hamsters with wings. <laughs> I mean, they were fucking huge. <laughs> Mike's on the phone trying to find a hotel immediately. He's ready to bounce out of there. I'm like, I keep hearing stuff flying, and I'm like, okay, I don't know where it's at because, you know. And then there was a sketchy asshole in the floor in the shower that <laughs> didn't really shower. It just sort of like put out this mist. It was crazy. <laughs> and, like a gas chamber. Uh, yeah. A gas chamber, mister. Yeah. That does sound like a start to a, like a Friday the 13th movie. Uh, dude, was... we were out in the fucking sticks. Like we yeah. were out, we were out there. The coyotes were sounding off in the middle of the night and everything. I woke up. I thought it was a woman screaming in the woods. I was freaked the <laughs> fuck out. <laughs> they ran through the cabground, right, Mike? They, they just ran yeah. right through. <laughs> yeah, they came down by our cabin and ran straight, like straight through the campground while V Volts was in his tent. Right, and, Walter tent, yeah. Yeah, Walter was and the only was, one outside in a tent. Oh, yeah, it was it was an experience, though. You know, it's one of those that you can't, you know, you can't ever. It wasn't the most fun I've ever had as far as the bugs <laughs> and all that, but you have, having everybody there was was the best experience in the world. Yeah, so yeah it it's, a a, it's a story. That's one of my one of my grandpa's sayings. He always tells me, he says, good or bad, it's an experience. Yep. Yeah. I try to always like stay pretty lighthearted and that doesn't go over so well when people trying to be, are trying to be serious. And they tell me about like one of their shitty experiences. And I'm like, Oh, good or bad. It's an experience. And they're like, I don't think you're sensing the gravity of this. It's like Jeff, you over your mind. The word of the day is. Wangle. <laughs> I gotta look this up. Go. Oh man, you can't look it up. That's the joy. No. He has the definition. He does. Is that when your wang dangles? <laughs> it's you? when your wang's blown in the wind. It better be warm outside if there's any dangle on it. Yeah. <laughs> It won't wangle anymore. If there's not, if it's a cold day. It's a short wangle. It's it's it goes turtle on you. You got to stick your yeah. thumb up your ass to get it to pop out. <laughs> and you know this how? <laughs> he doesn't have in. thumbnails on either one of his thumbs anymore. Got to keep those bastards close, man. 
<laughs> you know we're in like a we're having like a toilet paper epidemic right now, right? <laughs> yeah. He's got plenty He's got of gauzes. <laughs> yeah. He's got the push button prostate. <laughs> prostate. Yeah. He, he did get his AARP in the mail this year. I so. did, god damn it. <laughs> Good luck, Dustin. <laughs> Is that coming oh. out of your nose, Dustin? Almost. <laughs> Almost came out Deep. of three orifices. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Boy. That's a lot. <laughs> that when you talk about... Or- that orif- orifici? <laughs> orifici. Yeah. When you talk about orifices, <laughs> is your nostrils included? Yes. <laughs> Yes, they are. I would say any opening, either it it doesn't have to be watertight to be an orifice. Does that count as one or two? <laughs> yeah. What about your ears? That's a pair too. So it's ever like- seen that? Ever seen that show, Orifice Space? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's on that's on Mary's subscription channel. That's what that is. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> the fanaticals for Weingel is uh well, how serious your face is just like waiting for everybody to <laughs> get over. Come on, guys. Dustin, Dustin, come on. No, you can't. No, turn your turn your mic on. I think I pissed my pants a little bit. <laughs> Alright. Fanatical would be W A N G. Dash G upside down E L. The pronunciation would be <laughs> Wang Gashua. <laughs> it's a verb. Uh, the the root says is unknown. Late nineteenth century. First definition is menage. To obtain in the quote the the what's it called? What's the half circle called when it's around a word? Parentheses. Oh, that's quote. This is quotes, right? Yes. Yep. The the quotes. Two fingers is quotes. Okay. Yeah. So, menage to obtain uh, in what uh, left parentheses something right parentheses by. Persuading or clev- cleverly manipulating someone. Manipulating? Did you that, say menage? Menage manipulating. Yeah, I have no idea what the definition is because you said so much stuff that, like, my brain just took a side road for. It hurts. It hurts. Okay, so I, I, I'll leave. I'll leave the 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 what was it? Parentheses. I'll leave the parentheses out. M a n a g e menage to <laughs> obtain something by persuading or clever, cleverly manipulating someone. Sounds dirty. It sounds very dirty. Yeah. Second definition is manipulate uh, 
Situation in your favor. Wangle. <laughs> Wangle. Wang- Mangle. Wangle. Mangle. Wangle. Wangle. With the dangle it. And is this the actual correct pronunciation of this word? Yes. Okay. Wangle. It it's sort of like Wang Chung, only you're Wang Goling. And, you know, I just didn't see the French in you, but yeah, <laughs> menage. Yeah. I, I... Yeah. See, I told you. Even Blockhead gets it. <laughs> hey, Tony. Yes, sir. Would you like for me to use Wangle in a sentence? Mike, I definitely want to hear Wangle in a sentence. Blockhead? Oh, yeah. Okay. Dustin? You use that Wangle any way you want. <laughs> you go ahead, bro. Ryan? Yeah, yeah. There, it's Mary. Uranus. Oh, Mike. Damn it, Mary. <laughs> Damn it, Tony. Mary? Yes, Mike. We're all in. We're, we're all your, in. We're Uranus. Example of Wangle in a sentence. She was desperate to Wangle. <laughs> and invitation, in, in invitation to the exclusive party. The Wangle party? <laughs> yeah. An exclusive Wangle party? I'm out. Yeah. That's what I'm going to ask. <laughs> Hey, would you would you like to come to my pants party? Rick, are you saying that there's a party in your pants? <laughs> That's what she said. And that I'm invited. <laughs> That's a huge bitch. Yes. That's a huge bitch. God damn, it's a funny movie. Oh my god. Okay. Second example is if you can wangle it. <laughs> <laughs> we have room in the car for one more. <laughs> I would say do not get in the car. That would be a slippery yet sticky situation. <laughs> oh, I Very sticky. Get not out of your chest hair for a week. <laughs> everybody, would have, everybody would have rough chest hair for a while. Mm. It would be bad. Break out the combs, boys. It's a wangle party. It really in, is. In the car. He's- yeah. Mike sent me the... It's Wangle. God damn. Hey, if you wangled enough in a car, <laughs> you could put a falling down headliner back up. <laughs> maybe maybe so. See, it's all a matter of perspective. Ain't that right, Blockhead? Suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> and that has been the word of the day. Dude, I'm going to have to try and use that in an episode. Wangle. Wangle. Please do. Please do. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Five Dirty Bikers podcast. Huge shout out to Blockhead for being a guest on today's episode. Please visit us on 5dirtybikers.com to learn more about the Midwest Moto Meetup and where to find us on social media. Until next time, you guys keep it dirty. Dirty.